Good morning. Hello, Tulsa and everywhere. I mean, podcasts are so cool because it's not just Tulsa people that we're talking to. It's anybody that will listen to us, right? So (laughs) welcome to the Tulsa Life podcast. And this morning we have Jennifer and Tony Bastion. Hello. My dear friends. And they're like, what are we doing on the podcast today? And and I just said, they said, what are we talking about? I said, it's a surprise. (laughs) But spoiler alert, spoiler alert. We are going to talk about what you guys have just gone through okay. uh, as a family, mm-hmm. and this has to do with, I think it 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 really is important, and uh, what is the word I'm looking for when it's like impactful to a lot of different people? Pertains. Pertains to a lot of people. Perfect. Okay, so you guys literally just sold your home mm-hmm. that you've yes. lived in for how many years? Over 18 years. Oh. It's a long time. It's the only house time. our kids really ever knew. Mm-hmm. And you have four kids. Yep. And the oldest is only a little bit over 18. Yeah. So that's their childhood home. Yep. I mean, that's everything yep. that they know. Yep. And then you're buying a home in a brand new neighborhood, yep. brand new area, brand new town. Right. I yeah. mean, you're still, still staying in, Tulsa, in the Tulsa so area. So of ours, yeah. we can still, serve, we can <laughs> yeah. still help you buy the house. I mean, Owasso <laughs> seems far, but it really it's isn't. Really not. No, that's where I live. You're actually moving closer right. to me, I and I'm we're so excited. Be neighbors. Yes. <laughs> yes. Friends, neighbors, coworkers, like... We, we're covering all the bases. That's right. All right. So Jen and Tony, we're going to jump into this because um, you guys have a very unique perspective, in my opinion, because what you do every single day is real estate. Mm-hmm. So you're licensed real estate professionals, and you help people day in and day out buy and sell their homes. And so, you know, you're experts on this, but tell us how different it is when it's your own. Okay. Like, so this is... This is what we're going to kind of unpack. So let's start out and and just talk about, um, number one, what what prompted you to make this decision to to move? Yeah, so we had some friends um, that had mentioned to us that they were going to be building a new home. They were going to sell theirs. And this is is like a year and a half ago this conversation started. So we asked, hey, listen, if you're interested in selling your home, let us know. We would be interested in buying it. And so that started a long time ago. and then as the process progressed, we finally got to the point just, what, three months ago? Yeah. He's like, yay, we're ready to go. Are you guys ready? <laughs> we're like. You're like, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> we have to sell our home. We are not ready to sell our home. It's not in any state to be shown at that time. And uh, we had a lot of things we needed to do to the house, we felt, in order to to uh, sell it. But the, I think the thing for us is we are professional real estate agents. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's our life. Uh, that's our career. It's our job. Um, and knowing what we know with real estate, we took the time to invite other professionals into our home um, to look at it, to give us advice, because we had a very biased view. It's our right. home. We lived there for 18 years. It right. means a lot to us in different ways that doesn't mean anything to other and you people. you still were seeking outside perspective of yep. people that Many. you trusted. Yep. To say, yep. okay, what do I do? So so I think that's something that's really important is that even though you knew what you were doing, you still were seeking out like help of and advice from from people, whether it was on pricing, getting the home ready, mm-hmm. making sure that you were, you know, promoting it correctly, like how you were when, when, how, like how you're gonna wait. Yep. Um so what I would like to tell people that are listening to this episode is if if you are somebody who is ever going to buy or sell a home no matter where you are in that phase, there's always people that can be of assistance and help if you will be willing to accept that help. And I think you guys are just, you're kind of coming out on the other side of this 
The other thing I want to tell people is that no matter how much you do know and how much you can prepare, you're never really prepared. Like I feel like we want to be. And this experience and this process is something um, that I feel like in our office, we almost train to be people that are counselors and, you know, that are very emotionally in tune with our clients because it's a very emotional experience. Mm -hmm. Like this is not, this is, this process is not just a black and white. Now what you guys went through is definitely not black and white. There's times that it can be, Mm -hmm. you know, we have, we have circumstances where investors are coming in and they've never lived in the home and, and it truly is just a pen to paper this makes sense. This doesn't make sense. And it can be a little bit more black and white. But this situation that we want to talk about today is I really want to kind of dive into like that emotional side. Okay. And like, I love where you started off on this because what you just said was it was totally different because it was our home. Yeah. And so it's really hard not to have these preconceived notions of this is exactly, I know exactly what to do because it's my house and I'm a, I'm a professional at this and therefore I'm just going to go do what I think. So you, you saw it counsel from other people. Right. So tell us where you started in that. Like who did you talk to first and how did that kind of look yeah. like for the process? Once you knew, okay, this is happening. We're actually going to be, you know, getting our house on the market and we need to do this in the next, what was it probably 90 days? Uh, no, it was closer to 30. Okay. Yeah. We had so a, when, we had when your th- friend said, yeah. we're ready, it was fast. Yeah. He gave us a date. We had we realized we had about three ish weeks to do everything we needed to do to get it listed. And a house that you've lived in for eighteen years. For eighteen right. years. And right. Which I don't a, keep a lot of stuff like thinning out stuff. It wasn't that wasn't a big problem, but it was just it all comes down to numbers when you're selling a house, obviously. There is emotions, but we were just trying to say, okay, if we need to do some updates or we need to do some work on the house, what's cost beneficial? What can we get done quickly? And what will make the biggest impact. So we called in, well, you were one of the experts that we called in. Oh, and <laughs> we called in Heather Lenz, our inside sales manager here at the office. Um, we called in a decorator who's also a fellow agent. And we just asked a couple of different people, like, how would you, what are some high impact items that need to be done? Whether it's replacing carpets, updating all the paint in the home, replacing countertops, you know, trying to get the wood or the flooring repaired, whatever. What is it that needs to be done? And we got a lot of feedback. And then we had a decision to make. Do we agree? Do we want to do this? Do we want to find the money to make this happen? Is it going to make sense? And do we want to go through the stress of trying to do it while we're living here and packing and preparing our children and getting And having a deadline. Yeah. And it being needing to be something quick. We ultimately didn't get everything done that we wanted. Um, Some of them would have been really disruptive and big improvements. But we just said, let's get the house as ready as we can and as good a quality as we can. Let's thin out the home. We had a container pod delivered. We filled that up with a lot of stuff from closets and a lot of stuff from extra furniture that we didn't need. And I prepped all of the children and Tony, you're not a child, but I prepped you like, what, what do we need for the next 90 days? That's what we have in the home. You know, so all of the winter clothing was gone. Everything else we can pack up. Everything was gone. Half Mm -hmm. of my kitchen stuff was gone. I'm like, I can live with, you know, half of what I'm normally used to or whatever, whatever that looks like. Right. Um, you know, really, um, just tried to prepare everybody as if we were going to start listing the home in the next week or two. And then we got to work and it was, it was a lot of work and it was a lot to juggle because we're all so busy and we have four kids who all have all these activities, their own lives, their own schedules. We have full-time, we're full-time realtors. And so we're always torn in a lot of directions, but we had to prioritize and just, you know, figure out 
how to make this all work while moving the ball forward because life does not stop. So I think prioritizing is maybe one of the things that you're saying the most, whether it's prioritizing for your family, Mm -hmm. the needs of your family, prioritizing where you want to put your money, prioritizing your time. And I think that if, if I could take away, you know, the, the main theme of what you just said was you prioritized, you decided what is the most important things and what do I need to focus on? So just out of curiosity so that our listeners yeah. can can know what were your priorities for what you decided to do in the house? That's a great question. We wanted to eliminate any kind of concerns or fears that a future buyer might have if looking at our house. So, so things important. that were like low-hanging fruit, like we had some shingles falling off a roof, so we had a roofer come out and re- replace them. We had some gates that didn't work on our exterior fence, so we had a fencer come out and replace them. Okay, so can I ask you this? Those two things that you just said, were they in any way hindering you guys living in that home and being able to occupy that home? No. no. Not at all. Okay, so I think this is an important point because what you said was, I'm I'm thinking about if I was a buyer. Mm-hmm. And right. so put yourself in the mindset of, I'm a buyer of this house. And even though that gate in the backyard, it's not it's not hurting it anything. And it's functioning <laughs> right. and, and it's fine. Right. But when you're thinking like a buyer, I think it's always important for sellers to kind of get, put on their buyer hat and go, yeah okay, what am I going to be afraid of or what is going to scare me that maybe it's deferred maintenance and or it's something that yeah. is important to me that I know that I want that gate because I have kids that are playing in the backyard all the time. Yeah. So I, I love that you said that because I think prioritizing not just for you what you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not your preference. It is how do we prioritize this to the masses to get the most amount of people that are going to come in and say, this house is so well kept and all these things that I want to be done, it hits, it rings true for that big group of people. Yep. We were trying to look at it like we would being a buyer. Like how can we eliminate obstacles that might pop up? So a few like deferred maintenance items that you know, let's just get them done now that we'd been putting off. And we had some big ticket items too, bigger ticket items. We had wanted to replace our countertops for years in our kitchen. And because we had done it on a, pretty tight budget when we initially remodeled the kitchen and we're like, Oh, we'd love to have these different type of countertops, but not until we were, we realized the importance of replacing them to, in order to sell the home quickly. Mm-hmm. I think a big part of it is being able to, and you alluded to this a second ago is no, having our experience, knowing that we need to take a step back and realizing when you sell your home, it's not about what you like about the home or what you think about the home. It's always about what the buyer likes and thinks about the home. That's right. And so doing the things we replaced carpet, we replaced countertops, and we touched up in all the paint in the whole house. And isn't it always that weird balance, too? Like, you do the things that you wish that you would have done, mm-hmm. yes. like, years ago, <laughs> and then you're, like, yeah. getting ready to sell it to somebody else for somebody else to enjoy your home, and like, why did I not do that? <laughs> right. Like, why did we yes. not replace the countertops? Yes. And And it's not always, I mean, it's not always that easy, yes. but I do think that most sellers have that feeling when they're leaving their home at that point, like, well, if we, we should have done this years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I wish that we would have... Yep. I don't we, know how many times that statement was said. And we did walk through <laughs> the entire home with him and I with a notebook and very critical eye and talked about every single thing that needed to be addressed or done. Whether it was we need to yep. recock that, we need to change um, an outlet, change an outlet, that light bulb's not working. I mean, mi- minimum yep. to this is a little bit bigger and this is going to take some effort. Like we replaced all of the stair treads. Yeah, that was a big project. On our two stairwells mm-hmm. in our home. And that was really disruptive because you couldn't walk on them. They had to cure, they had to set, all that type of stuff. So we just had to figure it out. And, you know, we delayed. It didn't need to be done. We just delayed doing it until we needed it. had the treads for months. Yeah, and yeah we so had it. it. But anyway, yeah. so, so that's just, and, and we, 
revisited that list several times in the three weeks. And I think the day or two before we actually listed the home, um, we realized every single thing on that list was knocked off. Wow. Yeah. It it took us three and a half weeks. Yeah. But you guys, and you guys moved like super fast. I mean, like you guys got a ton of stuff done in a very short amount of time. Yeah. It was very impressive, but you guys are, you guys are doers and you are checklist like, okay, here's, here's our list. Let's get it done. And so we also invited the kids into the process, which isn't always feasible. I mean, we have three older boys. And so if they weren't working, they were helping. (laughs) I think think (laughs) whether they wanted to or not. But they also, like we just said, Hey, let's keep the goal in mind. Like we're moving to a newer house. We're moving to a home or a neighborhood where you have a lot of friends and family and like just kind of keeping and it is a tension. It's like, this sucks right now. Like some of this work, like it's, I would rather be watching Netflix or I'd rather be doing something else, but this is what has to be done. Right. And this is why. Yeah. So, And you have teenage boys and right. I mean, their preference is not to work. <laughs> like I know this yeah, and, and it is, it's so <laughs> funny because obviously you guys know, cause you're employing Noah this summer and <laughs> it's a constant, like he, he comes home and he's like, man, I'm tired. I'm like, yeah, welcome to my life. You know? And, but he's like, but I'm, but I'm not an adult. I don't want to do this yet. And you're like, it is what it is. Get used to it. It's coming. So I think those are great life lessons too for your family. So, okay. So you made the repairs, you, you made the improvements, you know, whatever that looked like, you prioritize that, checked it off the list. And then it was time to price it. Mm -hmm. This is the part that I think is so interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, as a real estate agent and understanding like how many times have you counseled your own clients to, to help them price and then to say, I mean, every single seller, you're not any different than anybody else. <laughs> right. Every single person who, who is selling their home, they want to get the most amount of money that they possibly can. Mm-hmm. And that is not wrong. Yeah. And what our job is, is to get them the most amount of money that they possibly can. However, understanding the motivation behind why they are selling is equally as important. Mm -hmm. And so knowing that you guys had a window that you were going to be able to purchase this home that you wanted to buy. And that was the pleasure of going, Hey, here's, here's the pleasure of, of knowing that we can move into this neighborhood that we'd love to live in and this home that we would love to be in with our family, um, over the other side going, but we want to get the most amount of money that we possibly can. Those are both important. But they can be competing priorities. They can be competing. (laughs) So, yes. how did you go about that? Well, we, thankfully, we've lived in a neighborhood that's very stable, doesn't have a lot of movement. But the downside of that is we didn't have a lot of comps. And there wasn't a lot of... And when you say comps, comparable, comparable homes. So So we didn't really know, and we're professionals at this, and we know this neighborhood, and we know this area so well. We still were like, gosh... We don't know where right. to land. And we had a range of about probably $40,000, which is a big range. And we felt like because we'd made a lot of these repairs and invested, I don't know, almost $20,000 into getting the home ready, we were like, we could probably land on the upper part of this range. But we still sought out professional expert advice from you and Heather. And we continued to update up until the day yeah. we were cl- listing it. We hadn't even yeah. arrived on a final list price. But yeah. we knew based on our experience that we wanted to attract the most activity as soon as possible. Listing your home and getting it show ready is very disruptive, especially when you have a family of four that you have to make sure they're out of the house. And, and dog. And yeah, dog. and dog. That's, right. That's true. Mm-hmm. We have a dog. 
And so it's just, so we knew we wanted to price it a little bit below what we thought market was to attract as much activity as possible, as early as possible to get a multiple offer situation, hopefully quickly, and be able to decide within a weekend. That was the goal. That was a, yeah. We had a number in mind where we wanted it to sell the house. Yeah. But we were, we listed it well below that. So 10,000 below. Yeah. And so, yep. so then what happened? So do you want us to get into like numbers and specifics? <laughs> you, you can, you can tell us, okay, so I know okay. we, I know we don't have a, a lot of more time, but I yeah. want to, I want to hear how this all ends. I mean, yep. I'm sure they're hanging on the edge of their seat. Like, how did this end? So, so we have one of the larger homes in our neighborhood and we live in an older home. So, it, but it had been fully updated. So there's all these kind of pros and cons. So knowing we have one of the larger homes, we knew we couldn't grab the highest price per square foot. We had to list a little bit low. Does that make sense? So there's yes. all these things that you need to talk to professionals so many about. Variables so many that, variables. Yes. Yes. So we ended up listing our home for four hundred eighty-five thousand. It hit the market on a late Friday night. Um, within twenty-four hours, I think we had fifteen to sixteen showings. Something like that, and multiple um, offers. We were out of our house Saturday from seven thirty a.m. all the way until ten p.m. with sh- constant showings. Um, lots of activity. I was actually the primary. Point person receiving phone calls. If it was my realtor. Yes, I was Tony's realtor for this transaction. <laughs> That's why you had the sign. And, and, uh, realtor. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we ended up getting multiple offers and we negotiated the first one that came in and just kind of walked that process out. Um, we didn't want to put an offer deadline on. We just wanted to talk to every single person and see if we could make it happen. Uh, we ended up negotiating a $10,000 over list price purchase or sale price, I guess. So we came in at four ninety five. dollars and the buyer accepted to buy our home in as-is condition, meaning they would do inspections if they wanted to, but they weren't going to ask for any repairs to be made. So we felt like that was a very good spot for us. Really good. Um, their closing date was a little bit sooner than we would have preferred, but we could accommodate it. And so within 25 days of us going on market, we had closed on our home. That's amazing. Yeah. And it congratulations. Thank you. Thanks. That, I mean, and it's really funny because you texted me the other day and you're like, uh... <laughs> We don't have a house to sell. We don't have anything to pack up. We're not moving. And we don't have showings right now. Like, what do we do with right. our life? Like, you know, and I you think, hang out. <laughs> I think, though, that that is a really, really important thing to know that is like, if you if you do seek the advice, if you do the things that you feel like to get the house prepared, yep. to market it correctly, to price it correctly, that that pain of all the things that you mentioned, making those repairs, putting yeah. that money in, having the showings, having it under contract, knowing that there's going to be inspections, all of those things, they're short. They're short-lived. In the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. Dirk loves it when I say that, <laughs> but in the grand scheme of things, this is just a very, very small window of time mm-hmm. until you get to the other side. One month. And then well, you probably can, two and a half, three months altogether, but one month. Yeah. So I would, I would also commend you is that the right word? Commend sure. you? Like congratulate you? I would say, you know, to be able to take take the advice of others when you know what to do in these situations. And that's, you know, you train for this for years. And and to be able to take the advice of others, listen to wise counsel, seek that counsel, take that counsel. And then, you know, to look back and go, do you, do you feel like you made the right decision? And I would say outside looking in, I would say absolutely yes. Mm-hmm. You were able to get get your home on the market quickly. You were able to get it under contract quickly, and you were able to get it closed quickly. And that could have been a very different scenario had you didn't fight that urge to go, but we might be able to get a little bit more money. 
And I think that's where if I could, you know, talk to the sellers out there who are preparing to be in this seller, you know, world, maybe I think, I I think when I told you a recommendation on price, I said, you just got to be under 500. I really felt like as long as you were under 500, you were going to be able to, you know, capture a whole lot of activity. Mm -hmm. And I think that if you would have gone instead of 585 that you said, well, let's just try to get 510. You don't know that that couldn't have looked completely different. And you ended up at 595. 495. I'm sorry, I 495. Wish. Yes. Actually, that no, been the, the buyers that bought our home would not have looked at it if it had been listed at 500 or higher. Yep. And there you go. Because yep. I said we were thinking that this would be the max. She goes, well, I can tell you right now, we would not have seen your home because we were at yep. the very top of their And there's budget. so many yeah. tips and tricks and <laughs> techniques so and, and strategies that, you know, that that we can all, as a group, we can share. Yeah. And one of the things, and I know we're, we're going to wrap this up, but one of the things that you did say, Jen, that I love, and I just, here's a plug for our team. Um, you you mentioned that you sought Heather's mm-hmm. advice on this, my advice on this, Savannah's advice on this, and whether that was the design side, you know, the prepping side, you guys, contractors that were used. I think you used one of the contractors that I gave you yep. uh, for paint. Yep. Our transaction coordinator also helped me with the listing. I mean, there was it was a team effort. So much. Yep. And that's where I would say if you don't have somebody who has a team, yes. like what you guys could, could tap into mm-hmm. right here in our office, it makes me happy to, to know that that really is the power of having that team behind you. And yeah. for our sellers, I want them to feel like I, I know that anything that I really need or that I need to find out, this team can help with. And if we don't know the answer, we're going to research it and try to figure it out for you. Yep. Um, but just knowing that we have a, a lot of people that can cover all those bases is right. pretty yes. incredible. Yes, it It's was... so important to have a full-time professional real estate yes. agent that's not just trying this out, but that this is what they do. They understand the market. They understand the players. They have the contractors. They have the team. They have everything behind to support right. you trying to sell your home. So it's so important to have that. I agree. Okay, so we we can't get out of here today without saying this. Um, Throughout this entire process, how much capacity did it take from your everyday lives? Like, how do you feel like, I mean, that's a big thing when you're buying and selling. And and if you were trying to tell other sellers out there, like, be prepared. How do you prepare for this? And what do you feel like it, you would, you, what advice would you give? Wow. I would definitely say I had to remove some things from my you know, to-do list. I didn't hang out with friends as much or I didn't have a I lot noticed. of social stuff. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it came in spurts. Like yeah. I still fit the big things in my life. Like if my daughter had a game or if, you know, there was somewhere where we had to be, we still, work was a priority. We made, you know, all of our clients feel, I, I, I told my clients, I'm going, I'm going through exactly what you're going through, but I didn't delay in responding to them or helping to them or they were still a very high priority. Um, I slept a little bit less. I would get a little, up a little bit earlier or stay up a little bit later and pack and, and try to make things, um, you know, in the nooks and crannies of, of my day. And then it did, it came in spurts and there was several times where, um, gosh, when was it? We were getting roof work done. We were getting carpet work done and we we're getting painting done and the dog was in the way. And so we just sent him to the kennel for a couple of days and we said, we can't figure out how to have you in this home as well. Yep. <laughs> so, you don't fit in the scenario so yeah, right now. So yep. I think it, I mean, disruptive, it, but we knew it was for a short season of time. Mm-hmm. And so it was worth the pain, but it still wasn't all consuming. Yep. And it's not all consuming, but it's also not all roses and right. rainbows. No, I, and I would say probably it's, it's going to fill up 
your free time, at least for a short span of time. But the other side of it, the thing that makes it tolerable, the thing that makes the hard things easier is knowing that you're going someplace you want to go at the end of the day. You're buying a new home. You're transitioning to something new. And so this this season of your life is ending, but a new one's starting. And that makes it exciting. So on that same note, because there's some people that aren't as lucky to be moving up, if you will. Or excited. Or excited because a lot of times when people have to sell, it is something um, that's painful. And so I would say the same thing in that scenario too, is that taking it another day, living through another day, getting on the other side of that. And just knowing that again, the same thing that you said is that season, it, it, it will come to an end, whether it's a season of pain, yes. a season of pleasure, you know, you are moving towards something that is going to be a new season. Right. And so I think that I wish, I wish that everybody was, was, selling because they were moving into right. a dream home, but that's not the reality. And so if that's it is true. something that, you know, a seller is, it's not fun. It's not always easy, but take it one day at a time, prioritize that time the best you can get through it the best you can mm-hmm. and be focusing on that next step, whether it's, you know, moving into the dream home or the next step of I'm moving on with this phase of my life. Right. And I think that's just as important and just as powerful of a motivation that you can use. Well, good. I love that you guys, I feel like I see that one by really fast. We're like way over time. (laughs) We didn't even get all the way through. No, we didn't. So we'll have to, we'll have to have another um, episode because I feel like every time that we, you know, start unpacking these things, it just leads to more and more. And I I really do think that people need to know the reality. It's not, it's not always, even when you know what you're doing, it's not always just easy and fun. Um, There's a lot that goes into that and a lot that a preparation there too. So I do have to say this though. You're, you're, you're mentioning, you know, not, not neglecting your clients, uh, was really true because we had a contest in our office going on during this time. And I remember that you're like, are you kidding me? You're going to have a contest now. (laughs) And the contest was whoever sold, you know, got the most, most homes sold, uh, the quickest, I guess, and got to seven homes under contract, Mm -hmm. seven homes sold. First one to seven homes sold, got to go on a private plane experience and you were like, I cannot believe you're doing this to me. I'm selling my house and you're going to run this. this contest. And I really want to win this contest. And guess what? You won. I yeah. did. It and just, I, so that's just a, that's a testament to you guys yeah. to, you know, being able to, to balance all of that and juggle all of that. And I'm super excited because we get to go, we get to go this week. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited and I'm so glad you guys won. <laughs> oh, me too. So I'm, actually, <laughs> Jen you. won, so now Tony gets right. to benefit. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. It's all good. Either way. Well, thank you guys. <laughs> thank for, you. For coming on and sharing all of your wealth of knowledge. We really appreciate it. And hopefully this helps somebody out there. And as always, if you have more questions, we'd love to be able to help you in any way that we can. So we'll catch you next time.